local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIB. And Mike Douglas with you. Thank you so much for dropping by. We're so privileged to have you with us here on the Mike Douglas Show, 3 to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It is my privilege and honor to serve as your live and local concierge for conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And it's really our time to get together to be able to rationally and reasonably talk about the issues that directly affect you and me here in the Central Valley of California. And as you are probably aware, one of those things that's going to uh, directly affect you and me ultimately is uh, or are the policies of our governor, Gavin Newsom. And tonight at 6 p.m., live from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, uh, the governor is going to give uh, his, I believe this is what, the third uh, State of the State address. And with us to talk about that, to anticipate what he might be speaking about and do some analysis along the way, is Josh Whitfield. He is our election specialist, uh, the the Yoda of all political consultants. Josh, welcome uh, to the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. Mike, it's, uh, it's great to be back, and uh, thanks for having me on board once again. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to have you with us, Josh. So tonight, 6 p.m., Governor Newsom, uh, let's start. There are many things we can think of, obviously, but let's start from your perspective, uh, Josh. What does the governor really need to address tonight and and how should he address it? Well, first, uh, Mike, I, I think this is probably the most important political speech of the governor's entire career. Um, his fortunes, I think, have really changed in, in, in the last year, year and a half. Uh, he is almost certainly at this point uh, going to be facing a recall election. And I think this speech tonight is going to be an attempt to uh, reassure Californians who uh, have questions about his leadership uh, through this uh, coronavirus crisis and the decisions that he has made. Uh, and he is going to have to try to defend his policy decisions and positions in prime time uh, for the first time to um, a wide Californian audience tonight, Mike. And I think his uh, choice of venues is interesting, Dodger Stadium. And of course, that's uh, one of the main places in Los Angeles where people are being vaccinated. And so I think he's trying to attach himself, don't you think, to those vaccination centers to uh, kind of attach people, uh, have people attach him to the vaccinations, to success, to safety. I think there's probably a good, good strategy for him in that way, probably. Yeah, I, I actually look at it, Mike, as a very high-risk, high-reward situation there for the governor. Um, I think it's certainly going to be an impressive backdrop, but I think a lot of folks are going to remember uh, that their stadiums have been closed for quite some time. Um, however, in that backdrop, the governor is going to point out the fact that vaccines are rolling out, that we are advancing more quickly into additional tiers for vaccinations. Um, but he, I think it's critical, uh, a a mentor of mine made the comment uh, on social media uh, today, and I think he's absolutely right. The governor has around 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes to sell the uh, the, the state and the, the people of California uh, tonight. And if, if he goes beyond 30 minutes, which uh, he often does in his daily press conferences and, and, and such, uh, I think he's going to lose the attention. I think, uh, uh, you know, we, we're in very tribalistic times, as you and I experienced through the crazy 2020 election, Mike. Mm -hmm. And I think it's critical, absolutely critical for the governor's uh, future that he, in, in 20 minutes, he's got to sell why he's made the right decisions. Um, and I think it's important for him not to come off as elitist, not to come off as classist. I think he needs to speak to all Californians tonight, not just his base, not just his party. There's a wide, you know, he, if you count all the nonpartisan uh, voters in, in the state with all the Republicans, 
that's more than enough to overcome uh, a Democrat uh, vote in any election. So I think it's very critical that he speaks to all Californians, not just to his agenda, because he's, this is a very critical thing, uh, Mike, is, is almost every COVID policy that has come out of Sacramento has been by stroke of his pen and executive order. So he can't place it on the legislature. He can't place it on local governments. He owns the coronavirus uh, response in California, and he's going to have to gain some ground back on that. One one of the big issues associated with that, Josh, is uh, a year ago, just about a year ago, I think we were all, I mean, I was, I, I was willing to wear the mask and do the social distancing. I was willing to do whatever was necessary for that 15-day time to flatten out the curve. We're we're way beyond that. <laughs> we're almost to a year into this, and I think uh, as, as you hit it, uh, Josh, not only in terms of being concise, but he, I, somehow he's got to carry a message. I think uh, to explain why we are where we are, and what kind of leadership he's going to give from this point on. As you probably know, and, and I've, I've talked to a lot of county people, Josh, the communication coming out of Sacramento has not been good down to the county level. It, it's been very hard for many counties uh, to respond to what Sacramento is doing in terms of new policies because they're just not getting clear communication in a timely manner. Well, you know, it's, it's hard to run from real life. It's really hard to run from real life, and every Californian is now aware at what a disaster EDD is and, and rolling out uh, uh, you know, uh, financial benefits for people who deserve it. Um, they've, EDD has been a, a total and unmitigated disaster and failure, and, and, and that, that's not a partisan attack on the governor. That's just fact. Every Californian knows that. I don't care how liberal or conservative you are. You know at this point. Uh, our unemployment benefits and our uh, un- uh, the UI from EDD, all of that has been just just terrible, and every Californian has experienced it. Legislative offices up and down the state have really turned into EDD customer service centers, which is not what these district staff members of different state legislative leg- uh, legislative offices are supposed to do. Mike, they're they're there to help constituents with every state issue, and and almost every. A state office I know is dominated uh, by EDD cases right now. DMV has been another failure uh, through this crisis, uh, not so much as uh, um, EDD, but most Californians have experienced uh, pretty unacceptable uh, delays and issues with DMVs on, on, a, on a wide variety of topics. Um, so this crisis has really exposed the weaknesses of the executive uh, branch of the state government and and agencies that have been allowed, in in my opinion, to to balloon to unmanageable bureaucratic sizes, and and they fall behind the times. And you look at this, and I think the average Californian, Mike, is is asking an important question: with all the taxes we pay, whether you happily pay them or you begrudgingly pay them, with the amount of tax money the state of California receives every year from its citizens, how is this possible? in the seventh largest economy in the world and the state that owns Silicon Valley. How is this possible? And I think that's a fair question for California voters to ask, and I think Gavin Newsom needs to answer it tonight. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. I think one of the uh, ironies of all of this, especially as it relates to EDD, is that we California is the home to uh, the Silicon Valley where we have within our boundaries some of the top technology in the world, and yet in, at our state level we have this uh, abysmal record of using technology, and uh, and then using smoke screens to uh, to explain it away. Uh, Josh, what do you? Of I, course, think, I think the mood. I think the mood, Mike, is really from the California voter is we're you know. Uh, you told us at the beginning that we were leading the, the way, we were leading the nation, and perhaps for a few weeks we were, but we've fallen way behind, and 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 that needs to be addressed, and and no more excuses. I, I think California voters from from the Oregon border down to the the Mexican border are are we're done, we're done with excuses, and it's incumbent upon elected leaders all the way up to the governor, and the buck stops with him and policy in the state to start answering 
why why has it been this way this last year and and how are we going to get out of it and and not just words uh you know i think the california voters and we've seen it in polling the governor at the beginning of this crisis uh, had very high numbers now he's facing a recall and his numbers are much much more down to earth and to to regain his political stance he's going to have to not talk about ideas but he's going to have to present all californians with a reasonable and 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 an attainable plan on how we get back yeah i think you're absolutely right what uh californians most are craving right now are real solutions and governor gavin newsom is really good at i call it tap dancing uh he's really good at uh using words to obfuscate things and i i agree with you josh i think tonight he has to be clear he has to be concise, and he really needs to come forward with uh, with some solutions. I get the feeling over the past uh, 11 to 12 months sometimes uh, from him and, and some of his staff members that speak that somehow this is our fault, you know, that we're, <laughs> we're not quite doing the job that we ought to do, and uh, I, I think that's, that's wearing very thin. Last question for you, Josh, and, and you mentioned it just a moment ago. Uh, the recall, of course, is looming. And whether or not it is successful, and if it is, whether or not someone who is better, someone who's more competent actually steps in as, as the uh, uh, interim until the, uh, you know, the election for uh, 2023, uh, I, d- d- do you think that is going to play into his comments tonight, or do you think he's wise just to leave that alone and and uh, to, to try to paint a picture of it, a governor who is uh, is standing tall and taking charge and going to do something about the issues that we are worrying about? Well, Mike, uh, first off, I think this entire State of the Union, or excuse me, State of the State address is all about the recall. I think mm-hmm. every policy decision he has made, I know he said, I know he said differently, but uh, as the recall election went from being a maybe to a fair, fairly certain thing from happening, of course, they still have to verify signatures. But most of us uh, who, who, who work in the consultant class of politics have, have been talking about an over-under of about two, 2 million signatures. Um, and it seems almost certain that uh, the recall uh, campaign is going to get there. The, this is all about the, I mean, how many state of the states have you seen in prime time in Dodger stadium? Uh, I think zero in the history of California. (laughs) Uh, This is all about showmanship. This is all about the governor uh, trying, he's starting his, he's starting the headline tonight, Mike is he is starting uh, to defend himself from the recall campaign tonight. This is the launch of his, uh, his uh, election attempt to thwart that effort. Um, and I think uh, I think you're right. I, I think uh, he, this is where he has come across as classist um, is, uh, you know, well, this is the basic Californians fault. This isn't government's fault. And I think Californians are looking at 40 other states across the country who are generally relatively compared to us open and conducting business. And Californians are very confused why we're not able to do that. And he's going to have to start answering those questions. And I think you've seen a huge policy shift since the moment the recall has really gained uh, steam and has closed in on 2 million. He's opened up high school athletics. He's adjusted um, uh, the thresholds for schools to open. He's made this deal uh, um, with, with school districts on when and how they can reopen on the objections of one of the most powerful unions in the state, the, the CTA. CTA. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of teachers do not agree with the deal uh, that was um, reached with the legislature and local school districts and the governor's office. So um, you've seen him kind of move back towards the middle now as he uh, as he realizes he's losing ground. And I, I who knows, because everything that has come out of the governor since this crisis has begun has has really been a surprise and a mystery. Not You know, they keep their the policy decisions pretty tightly to their chest uh, up there at the governor's office. So who knows what's going to come out tonight? But I would not be surprised if he didn't take a hard drive towards the center and and announce even more plans to open up more of California. Mm. Great insights as normal, Josh Whitfield. Thank you so much for dropping by. By the way, you have uh, you have a podcast Uh, real quick. Can you tell people how to access that? 
Yeah, we. I'm a part of a team that runs the Election Recon podcast. You can find that on iHeart, uh, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we are we are coming uh, after a very busy 2020 election season. Uh, that podcast is going to be restarting next month, and we're we're happy to bring it back. And and all the support and listeners that we got during the 2020 election was amazing. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy that. So it's a, it's a, we try to be nonpartisan and just deliver facts on what's happening with elections, uh, not just in the United States, but uh, around the world as well. So it's going to be a fun project in the future. Great. Josh Whitfield, again, thanks so much. Appreciate you uh, coming on with us. And I know we'll be uh, tapping your expertise in the near future as well. Friends, you're listening to The Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be back in just a few moments. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 First Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. South 99 Antigua, stop and go action from 120 all the way to Main Street in Ripon. Eastbound 205 in Tracy tied up from Grant Line Road to 5 and then North 5 delayed after that. We have a crash in Antigua 2, South 99 before 120. Cars on the shoulder. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton podcast found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, here we are. Mortgage rates are starting to pick up a little bit, but with fixed rates hovering in the 2% range, there is still time. Tom Sullivan here for the local company I'd trust to take care of you. First, California funding. So many of the mega banks with their auto dialers and call centers just want to sell you. No matter if it makes financial sense or not, First Cal will not sell you. They will give you honest advice because they're in this for the long haul, not the quick buck. Rates are still historically low. Home equity is at record highs. Pick up the phone. I guarantee you'll have a pleasant, informative discussion with someone who really cares and knows their business. Veterans, you can still purchase with zero down, 100% financing. Serving California for over 20 years. Make the five-minute call today, 916-989-6222, 989-6222, or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real estate broker license number 01069872. NMLS number 282458. Equal housing lender. Text us to receive up to five marketing texts sent via automated technology to your number. Consent to receive text not required to start free trial. Message and data rates may apply. Cancel anytime. Here's a Beachbody Minute with CEO Carl Deichler. Okay, if you're like me, you love the relaxing and body-toning benefits of yoga, but not trying to learn the moves in a room full of strangers with all the new age chanting stuff. That's why we created the three-week yoga retreat, one of the 80 programs you can try free at home on Beachbody. If you text the word BODY to 303030, you'll follow one half-hour yoga session a day for three weeks. And by the time you're done, you've got a solid foundation of real yoga. You'll feel amazing, and you'll kind of like the way you look in your yoga pants, if you know what I mean. Try it free with access to our entire Beachbody digital by texting the word BODY to 303030. And next time, if you're looking for a little kickstart, I'll tell you about our easy food and fitness reset called Clean Week. Thanks for listening to this Beachbody Minute. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your renter's insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Great. As a minimalist, I need simple insurance. Nice place. No furniture? Nothing sparked joy, except for this fruit bowl. Well, with Liberty Mutual, you only pay for what you need, so there's that. I mean, look. So beautiful. So empty again. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton Podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton Podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And thank you so much for being with us. Proud to be here as your your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show. And we've got plenty to talk about tonight as Governor Gavin Newsom will deliver his State of the State Address tonight at 6 p.m. You can hear it on uh, right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It'll be live from Dodger Stadium. And a couple of people, uh, and it's, well, they made the observation that the seating capacity of Dodger Stadium, Stadium is roughly uh, comparative to the number of deaths from uh, COVID victims in California. Uh, right now, the deaths in California stand about 54,395. And on the positive side, vaccines, 10,628,752 have been vaccinated in California. So here's my question to you at area code 209-551-3483. What would you like Governor Newsom to say tonight to you personally? I didn't say, what do you think he will say? That's a different question. That's a whole different follow acts what would you like him to say to you tonight as you've gone through almost 12 months of the restrictions that sacramento has put on us and as you look at where we are what would you like him to say to you tonight be interested uh, to know i'll share some thoughts with you in a couple minutes about that, but I'd be interested to hear what you would like him to say directly to you. Our phone number here on the Mike Douglas Show is area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Now, in our conversation with Josh Whitfield, a couple things were brought up. There's the recall. That's looming. How should he address that? There's the Employment Development Department, EDD, with uh, and, and the first word out of that was $11 billion in, uh, in fraud, and the numbers went up from there. What, given all that, and then, and then we look at where we are with uh, COVID-19, we look at the, you know, frankly, the hypocrisy of the whole French laundry thing. Gavin Newsom telling us you got to maintain social distancing, don't eat in restaurants, wear your mask, blah, 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 social distance. And we see him doing the exact opposite. And that that kind of transmits an elitist type attitude, if not a, a hypocritical one. And I, so what do you think? Should he not address some of those issues tonight? Again, we'll take your calls and we'll be talking with you about that in just a couple of minutes at area code 209-551-3483. That's area code 209-551-3483. What would you like Governor Gavin Newsom to say to you tonight to address all that we've been through? We'll be coming back in about five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Did you know the average dog needs 60 minutes of exercise per day? Well, Canines on the Move understands that exercising your pet is essential for good health and alleviating destructive behavior. Trust the experts at Canines on the Move. If you're too busy to exercise your dog, call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. That's 209-226-1150 because a walk a day keeps the vet away. Power Talk 1360 First Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. 
Modesto, southbound 99, the off-ramp to 132, close June 25th as part of the State Route 132 alignment project. Meanwhile, slow traffic waiting for you in Lathrop, eastbound 125 to Yosemite Avenue. North 5 already tied up, leaving 205 for Louise Avenue. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I cover the latest on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The podcast, listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Text us to receive up to five marketing texts sent via automated technology to your number. Consent to receive text not required to start free trial. Message and data rates may apply. Cancel anytime. Here's a Beachbody Minute with CEO Carl Deichler. Last year, millions of people subscribed to use our in-home fitness and nutrition programs on Beachbody. But even though we have over 80 different programs on the platform, I was hearing that there was one concept missing, cross-training to run a 5K. So we created it, and people love it. It's called 30-Day Breakaway. The 5K running program full body strong and can burn off up to 10 to 15 pounds in just a month. Whether you run or walk on a treadmill or trail, you're going to love how our elite running coach will improve your form and speed. And when you combine it with one of our Beachbody meal plans, you'll leave the pounds in the dust too. Try it free by texting BODY to 303030. Text BODY to 303030. And next time, I'll tell you about P90X and how it's getting people ripped in just 90 days. Thanks for listening to this Beachbody Minute. Everyone loves The Office. Admit it. You wish. Instead, you have this, The Office Deep Dive Podcast, hosted by Brian Baumgartner, a.k.a. Kevin from The Office. Every week in this new hilarious podcast, Brian sits down with one of his old friends from The Office as they discuss their favorite moments on set and never-before-told stories. Your kids watch it? Never. No, come on. They've never watched it. Listen to The Office Deep Dive on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. A&E Crime Central, home of A&E's best crime and investigative series. Sign up for a one-month extended free trial and watch anytime, anywhere, commercial-free. Stream over 1,500 titles like 60 Days In. These guys aren't playing around. After the first 48. She had two gunshot wounds. Long Island serial killer. They found the body. And then another one. And more. To start your extended one-month free trial, visit aecrimecentral.com forward slash iHeart today. From the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer Weather Center. This report is sponsored by the California Labor and Workforce Development Agency. If you get COVID-19 at work, you have the right to take paid sick leave. Stay home and take care of your health and others around you. To learn more about your workplace rights, visit dir.ca.gov forward slash COVID. A lot of clouds today, rain at times. We'll see highs in the low 60s, some more rain tonight, especially overnight with lows in the mid-40s, and then a little bit lighter rain tomorrow, mid-50s expected. Governor Newsom delivers his State of the State address tonight at 6 on Power Talk 1360 KV. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And thank you for joining us this afternoon as we think about the things we would like to hear but may not hear from Governor Newsom tonight as he takes the field at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles to deliver the State of the State Address. And we've been discussing discussing the fact that he's got a lot of things that he could cover. And uh, I think uh, in our conversation earlier with Josh Whitfield, one of the main things tonight, I think, is he needs to be concise. He uh, not always concise. He he packs a lot of verbiage. He he packs a fifty pound load into a five pound bag, so to speak, with the verbiage. And I think tonight he needs to be very clear. If if he if he wants to reconstruct himself, so to speak, as the governor of California, got all these things. You got the recall. You got the employment. Development Department. We're uh, 12 months into the COVID-19 thing, and uh, really, I hope, and again, I, I really do, I hope for his sake that he that he directly addresses these issues, not in an elitist way, not with using 
flowery words the way that he often does. Just get down and dirty with the people, so to speak, and tell us what you're going to do to solve the problems we're facing. What would you like him to say tonight? Our telephone number here, 209-551-3483-209-551-3483. In fact, I have a little tally pad here tonight. I'm going to tally how many times the word cohort is uh, is used. We'll, we'll see what happens. What are some of the questions that you have for him? Well, some of those may uh, may arise from where we are in the COVID-19 process. Uh, as you may know, on Tuesdays, uh, the new report comes out from uh, the Blueprint for a Safer Economy. Uh, right now, we look at the four levels, the widespread purple level, the substantial red level, the moderate orange level, and the minimal uh, yellow level. There is no green level. By the way, I encourage you to look at covid19.ca.gov, covid19.ca.gov. Probably don't want to try to read it all in one setting. I don't know that that's possible. But there is very, very interesting information there, and it gives us insights into why the governor responds to some things the way he does. Uh, Some people are asking, What science are you referring to when you demand that we wear masks? And and what science are you referring to when now you're if if we're wearing a cloth mask, you are saying we need to wear a double mask? And is there a sunset clause on this? The there is no green tier. There's purple, red, orange, and yellow. No, I'm not going to do a Dr. Seuss thing here. That, that's getting old. The, we, we have these four levels. There is no green level. And if you look at covid19.ca.gov and you go through the levels, uh, number one, you'll notice there is no green level. But read through the restrictions on the yellow level. That's the minimal level. There There are some places, there are some institutions, venues that still can only maintain a partial capacity. When do we get to the point where we can have full capacity? And if we can't, why not? Governor, explain that to me tonight. Maybe that's something that you'd like him to explain. Again, our telephone number. Tell us what you'd like him to say tonight. 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Speaking of those levels, let's take a look at them uh, very quickly. Again, they uh, they come out uh, every Tuesday. And a little improvement on uh, less counties in the purple level. We here in Stanislaus County are in the purple penalty box still along with uh, 39 other counties. Total of 40 counties, that's 87 percent, a little over 80 percent of California's counties still in the bottom uh, level. And then there's the substantial uh, uh, red level. Now, I'm sorry, last week there were 40 counties. Today, Tuesday, it's down from 40 to 34. So it drops from 87 percent last week to 80 percent this week. All right, so 40 counties were in the purple penalty box last Tuesday. Today, this Tuesday, 34. So that's uh, that, That's an improvement. On the substantial, the red level, last week there were uh, 16 counties in the red level. Today, there are 20. That's uh, almost 20% of California counties. And then there's the moderate, the orange level. Uh, there were uh Let's see, there were two last week in the orange level, Sierra County and Alpine County. Uh, Alpine County has moved up to the uh, minimal level, the yellow level. Uh, But in uh, the moderate orange level, Plumas, Sierra, and Mariposa County are uh, are there. So, uh, today, 34 in the widespread purple tier, 20 in the substantial red tier, 3 in the moderate orange tier, 
and one Alpine County solo there in the minimal yellow level. So the the question becomes, how does this all play into, and we all know, I'm sure, that he had his sights on a run for president in 2024. I can't believe that that wasn't in the back of his mind. Now in the back of his mind is a recall effort that is going great guns. And so will he address that tonight in name? Will he mention the recall by name, or will he give us some more obfuscating language to kind of tiptoe around that? I, I think uh, from our conversations uh, so far today that he needs to come out and he needs to address that right up front. And one of the issues, again, is communication. The communication from Sacramento to the counties has been abysmal. It really has. Why? In, in a state that has... Silicon Valley within its borders, why are we suffering from technological issues and are we suffering so much from communication issues? It seems that we ought to be able to do a better job of that. So relating to masks, relating to COVID-19 and social distancing and Houses of worship only being able to be open to uh, 25%, etc. By the way, before I, I, w- I want to address the new uh, CDC guidelines with you, but uh, l- let me talk because I-, I am somewhat of an expert in this area. Let me talk about churches and the state policy right now. I'm going to, because I, I plumb the depths of this. COVID-19 blueprint for a safe economy uh, on covid19.ca.gov. And I noticed there's a very interesting uh, section there on churches, houses of worship. So right now, if you're in the purple level, indoor activity is strongly discouraged and you can only have 25% capacity and there are rules about masks, etc., In the substantial red tier, which is the next one up, again, 25% capacity. You get into the orange level, and you can get up to 50% capacity indoors. And uh, and then the minimal level, indoor activities must be limited to 50% of capacity. Okay, in that there is no green tier, will houses of worship ever be able to invite more than 50% of their capacity to sit in their pews? Or are we destined to this forever? Is there a sunset clause? That's one of my questions. But let me bring you something uh, to, to think about. In the widespread purple tier, it says performers. I don't think this was written by someone who attends a congregation because we don't call them performers. They're worship leaders. But anyway, if they're singing, chanting, playing a wind instrument or engaging in similar activities, they must wear face coverings at all times. Let me stop there for a minute. I am not only a pastor, but I have been playing French horn and trumpet for over 50 years. I am an expert. It's not that I'm that good. I'm I'm adequate. But I've been playing trumpet and French horn wind instruments for five decades. I can tell you it is physically impossible to wear a face covering while you're blowing a trumpet or a French horn. It's not possible. Well, Mike, you just moved the... You move the face mask up. Well, then you're defeating the purpose of the face mask because you have to take the mouthpiece off to take a breath. Well, wear a shield. Cut a hole in the shield. (laughs) No, 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 because that defeats the purpose of the heat. Do you see what I'm saying? This is the stuff of which California believes we're going to buy into. This is a physical impossibility, and it's just one, one minute excerpt 
from that blueprint for a safer economy. Mr. Governor, would you please address us tonight with humility, with a plan, with a strategy, and with honesty? That's what we need. And we'll take your phone calls on that. What would you like him to say to you tonight? Area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. We'll be back in about five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 First Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. We have a crash in Manteca. It's southbound 99 after Austin Road. Multiple cars involved, and you're getting by only in the right lane. The left lane remains blocked. You're backed up all the way to Main Street, and the delay costing you over an hour. 205 and Tracy also pretty crowded from Grant Line to 5. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. Stay fresh out there with SmartMouth Mouthwash, the only mouthwash that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with twice daily use. So whatever the day may bring, you can stay sunny with a side of fresh. Grab a bottle today. Available wherever mouthwash is sold or visit SmartMouth.com. If dogs have four legs, do they have to walk twice as much? Let canines on the move give them a new leash on life by exercising them when you can't. Call K on the move at 209-226-1150 for a free consultation because a walk a day keeps the vet away. Who is Kevin Faulkner? As San Diego mayor, the city paid $202 million to buy 101 Ash Street, a now vacant and potentially dangerous high-rise, labeled functionally obsolete, riddled with asbestos, and vulnerable to earthquakes. The Union Tribune branded Faulkner's actions incredibly bad deal-making, an act of staggering stupidity. Faulkner admits his debacle was inexcusable, yet the Union Tribune concluded he failed to take responsibility. Worse, Faulkner rammed through the deal benefiting a big campaign donor, replacing Gavin Newsom's failed policies with Kevin Faulkner's shady deals and mismanagement? No thanks. I'm John Cox. I'm running for governor to fight incompetence and corruption. We need real solutions, not excuses, to reduce our cost of living, distribute vaccines, and reopen schools. Let's get a fresh start for California. I'm John Cox, and I want to be your next governor. Paid for by John Cox for Governor 2022. Hello, I'm Deborah Novelli, former mayor of Patterson. It takes courage to reach out about your mental health struggles. First Behavioral Health Urgent Care Center in Turlock is here for you and your family. Mental health is a common disease and is treatable. So take a step forward on your path to wellness. Your treatment is free and nothing out of pocket. Call today, 209-633-3057. That's 209-633-3057. Se habla espanol in partnership with Legacy Health Endowment. Essential workers are the foundation of our economy. Our families and communities depend on them. If you're concerned about your safety at work due to COVID-19, take action. Learn your rights. Visit dir.ca.gov forward slash COVID. Governor Newsom delivers his State of the State address next at 6 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And on your smart speaker, say play 1360 KFIV. And that's, uh, that's what we'll be talking about here in the next couple of minutes. What will the governor be talking about? What would we want him to say to us in a perfect world where he's up front and clear and concise what would you want him to say to you and me? Our phone number here is 209-551-3483, A lot of people have been asking me, do I still have to wear a mask if I've been vaccinated? Say we, we pass the 14-day period after, you know, whatever. Do I still have to wear a mask? If I've been uh, vaccinated, what other benefits might I have? Well, 
it's interesting that you're asking that because yesterday at a White House briefing, Dr. Rochelle Walensky is uh, the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And she talked about during the White House briefing uh, what will happen, what can happen, what you should do and should not do if you've been vaccinated. And here's a, a summary of the, of the question that has been asked to me, uh, and she really addressed it here. Do I still have to wear a mask and social distance if I'm vaccinated? Let's, let's listen to her summary of the new CDC guidelines. Fully vaccinated people can visit with other fully vaccinated people indoors without wearing a mask or physical distancing. Visit with unvaccinated people from a single household who are at low risk of severe COVID-19 disease indoors without wearing masks or physical distancing. And refrain from quarantine and testing following a known COVID-19 exposure if the vaccinated person remains asymptomatic. So it's, it's not a matter of you're, you're free and clear. You don't need to have to worry about anything anymore. There, there are still uh, some recommendations there, and I'm going to summarize the summary here in just a second. I want to catch uh, also uh, her comments about uh, examples of what fully vaccinated, that, that means if you, if you have a two-shot protocol, you've had both shots, what fully vaccinated folks should continue to do as a matter of protocol. Fully vaccinated people should continue to take precautions like public, in public, like wearing masks and physical distancing, wear well-fitted masks and physically distance and adhere to other prevention measures when visiting with unvaccinated people who are at increased risk of severe COVID or who have an unvaccinated family member, household member, who is at increased risk of COVID. Wear masks, physically distance, and practice other prevention measures when visiting with unvaccinated people from multiple households. Avoid medium and large-sized crowds. Get tested of experiencing COVID-19 symptoms. Follow guidance issued by individual employers. And follow CDC and health department travel recommendations. So there are still a, a lot of things that need to be observed. And, and let me just come back to uh, uh, a, a summary of the summary, so to speak. If you've been fully vaccinated, they are saying that you really don't need to take any prevention methods if you're visiting a home where the people are unvaccinated but low risk. Unvaccinated but low risk. The, the other protocols, though, wearing a mask, uh, keeping six feet distance, washing your hands, they continue to apply in uh, if you're visiting multiple homes, more than one, or if you're visiting people who are unvaccinated and uh, either have a high risk or they're not at home. Even if they're not at home, you still should be wearing a mask if you're vaccinated. So you see there's a lot of responsibility uh, still built in there. So what's your question for uh, that you would like the governor to answer uh, for you tonight? Area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. And uh, Kevin from Modesto, what, what would be your question for the governor? What would you like him to say to you tonight? Yes, Mike. Uh, I would like for him to discuss uh, when all of this is over, what steps will he take to revitalize the economy of California? And wh how will he do so without having to raise taxes uh, on, the, on the citizens of California? Wow. Great question, Kevin. And I think part of that also has to apply to businesses that have left. Don't you think? I mean, that that's part of California's yes. economy that's gone to Texas or elsewhere, right? Absolutely. Yeah, They're great to, to figure out a way to get them back. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, that absolutely, and uh, I I don't think higher taxes will do that. Kevin, great questions, uh, good thinker. Thank you for Thanks. your input here. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, so uh, that that's uh, that's a challenging question that Kevin is is wanting the governor to address. All right, you have this blueprint for a safer economy. 
How about a restored economy? What are you going to do to revitalize it? What are we going to do? Well, and first of all, uh, you know, bouncing off of Kevin's question there, I'm wondering, is it possible to get back to where we were when California was really buzzing as an economy? I, I don't know the harm that has been done over the past year, 11 months, almost a year, is tremendous. Businesses lost. Um, jobs lost. Businesses moving away. People moving away. These things need to be addressed tonight. And, and telling us that there's going to be light in at the end of the tunnel and we need to join our other cohorts across California and, 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 and just get ready to take the hill. We're going to do it because we're a team. Um, no, no, that, that, that falls like a dead, a lead balloon at this point. Not, uh, not going to play with California, with the people of California. It's not going to play with, uh, well with them tonight, I don't think. Just a program note coming up at 4 p.m. today, Trevor Carey. Uh, Trevor Carey's show, he's going to be talking about, uh, is uh, the vice president getting ready to take over for the president? He'll be talking about that again at 4 o'clock today on the Trevor Carey Show. And we want to thank you for being part of the Mike Douglas Show, Monday through Friday, here from 3 to 4 p.m., on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, just a, a joy to have you with us. And we thank you so much for your thoughts, great questions that you bring. So remember, the governor speaking tonight, 6 p.m., live from Dodger Stadium. And you can also hear him here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here. We'll see you tomorrow.